Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sunny. I am here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello. And of course, we want to thank you all for joining us today and thank all of our wonderful sponsors for supporting the program. So a huge thank you, of course, goes to ETB Games. And of course, we want to thank Gem Accessories and Millennium Threads. There are links with discount codes to both of those down below. And of course, if you are interested in supporting the channel at no extra cost to yourself, you can check out our affiliate links down below for both Dragon Shield and TCG Player. Just click the link before you go shopping and it costs you nothing extra to support the channel. Now, the other way that you can support the channel is, of course, we have our Patreon. So if you want to join our Patreon, you get an extra episode every week. But we want to thank all of our patrons before every episode. So a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzeed, Kane Martin. I haven't thought of a new name this week. So call me Darkwing, Ducktail, Baja, Blast, the April Floodgate of the Branded. <laughs> okay. okay. 
Zyphorus Yeet Defeat, Blackwing Silverwing the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine best deck, Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HH Cyber, I'm not a man, I'm not a god, I am Lido Lido Lee, I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Naturia Ishizu, Runic is the best underrated deck, no cap, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, Sprite Farter, Unbanned number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Rogue and Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck, AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Bestial Pizza Hut, Cyber Dank, Puffer Dragon, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Eldritch, The Lord of Floodgates and Monkey Brains, Fur Hire, Dog Turd, Herios, Pebble Cereal, Cam, The Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, and Santa Claus. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support of the podcast. And if you are wanting to get some Top Cut Podcast merch or some uh, extra episodes each week or just support the podcast, get a stupid name read out within reason. Be sure to check out our Patreon. The link is in the description down below. And of course, the number one way that you can go ahead and support the podcast is if you're on YouTube, go ahead and just click down below and click that subscribe button. You might not realize that you're not subscribed. It's, if it's red, you can just go ahead and click <laughs> it. If it's gray, good. You're already here. Thank you. Welcome. So, and if you're on Spotify or iTunes, you can, of course, you can always go ahead and click the follower subscribe button on those respective platforms and leaving us ratings and reviews also helps. Now, okay. We're going to blow through all of that because we have a ton to discuss today, actually, mm -hmm. for once. So we've been letting the new cards build up for, I don't know, a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So we've got about 8 million new cards to yeah. discuss. Most of them came out within the last week. Yes, and we actually had a lot of them available last episode, but last episode kind of got a <clears> little <throat> bit dark. It got a little bit sad, but yeah, it's yeah. okay. We're back now. We had a tournament over the weekend. It mm -hmm. boosted our spirits. It brought us back into the flow of things. We did. We both did pretty well, I mm -hmm. would say. So, um, yeah, you got what third, and you got seventh. All right, woo, -hoo. woo, -hoo. go us! Round of applause. So, um, the tournament was an OTS tournament, not just for an OTS store, but it was like, and the prizing was OTS packs, and not just in like the traditional way, but so it was $20 entry. You got five OTS packs for entry. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, I have <clears throat> never pulled an OTS ulti before. I have. Right. I have not. I pulled one. I pulled exactly one. One time. Right. I've never pulled an OTS ulti. It's always the guy next to me or the guy across from me that yep. gets it. I've never. And it's... I'll admit a lot of it is because I haven't like put a bunch of OTS ulti packs in front of me. So, like, I go to I don't go to tournaments as often as other people do. Yeah, particularly locals, because it's like an hour to get there. Right. So, other people will go to locals every single week. And then, a locals might give you two or three packs for entry. But if you go to one or two locals a week, or if you're in, like, a big city, and you go to, like... Three or four. Right. Like, some, some places, yeah. you can go to three to four to five locals in a week. Yeah, you're going to hit. Right. We go to one or two a month. So, that's just the nature for us. Now, the thing about our OTS tournaments is normally it's one or two, it's like two packs for entry. This one, because it was $20, was five packs for entry. First place got, if it was 23 or less players, then first place, which it was, because if it was 24, they were going to add another case to we the had, prize pool. We had exactly 23 players. Yeah. So, prizing ended up being first place got 
40 packs of OTS 20 and 40 packs of OTS 19. So 80 total and it's half and half. Second place got 40 total and it was half and half of each. Third and fourth got 20 total and it was half and half. And then like 20 each. Yeah. And then fourth or fifth through eighth got 10 packs each and it was half and half of each. So five and Mm -hmm. five. So I got third after Swiss. So I, I went undefeated until the last round. Yep. And then I lost to we it was me and another guy were both undefeated. And I lost to him. So he was the only undefeated and he was my only loss. But because of the way the tiebreakers worked, yep. the guy that he beat the round before also won. So I got third instead of second. Which I was really upset about. And then we all, and then he opened his 40 OTS packs and managed to pull a single ulti skill drain. Mm-hmm. So I opened my 20 and I also pulled a single ulti skill drain. So I'm not that upset about it. Yeah. I also pulled a ray out of my entry packs. But so yeah, I had a good day as far as pulls. Hold on, hold on. So there's more than two supers in OTS 20, correct? As far as I'm aware. My entry packs were, and I put my supers for that, and I pulled in this exact order. Herald of Orange Light. Herald of Orange Light. Option token. Herald of Orange Light. Option token. For your entry. And then out of the five packs I opened from winning, from the seventh, I opened Herald of Orange Light. (laughs) Herald of Orange Light. (coughs) Option token. Option token. (coughs) Herald of Orange Light. So I walked away with five Herald of Orange Lights and five option tokens. But at least you got different stuff out of the OTS 19. Yes. Was it any better? No. <laughs> okay. Let's do a quick round by round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Round one, I played against ABC Therian Adventure. I got game... Or he got game one. Game two, I just had answers for the things that he needed to do. And game three, I had Bestials, which murdered his ABC engine. And then I was able to just play through the rest. So my game one was against Flu. I lost the die roll. He goes first. Mm-hmm. I opened no hand traps. Okay. And he just kind of goes full board and I can't do anything. Okay. Also, when the tournament started, I sat at table one and Caleb sat at table two yep. directly next to me. Yep. Okay. Continue. That's, that'll come back up later. So, so that's what I'm game one. Game two. I go first. Look at my hand. Unplayable. Oof. I open one hand trap. Uh, then I, I was playing Medulce, so I also opened like Chateau, Gravekeeper's Trap. Uh, it was DD. No, not Crow. I decided out my crows. It was. I think it was like. I don't remember. It was a hand trap, Gravekeeper's Trap, Chateau, Averna Self, and the Medulce Promenade. Unplayable. Yeah. I can summon the Vernus self and that's about it. Yeah. So I'm like so I set the Gravekeeper's trap pass and he just kind of goes full board again. Um and when I attempt a Gravekeeper's trap, mm-hmm. he hits it with a uh cosmic cyclone. Oh, that's rough. And I was like, it be what it be. So I get two owed. Yeah. So round two I played against Blackwing. I got game one. They got game two. And then game game one was like a 12 or 13 minute game. Game two was like a 20 minute game. 
So we went into game three with like, like six minutes left, maybe. Yep. Or we ended game two with like six, five and a half, six minutes. Yeah. Um, by the time we sided and got going into game three, I went first and I'm playing Sword Soul. Yep. And he had no interruptions. So I just kind of Sword Soul boarded him and burned him for 12 with Long Yan mm-hmm. and then put Kijing Long Yan up. So I was just going to keep burning him. Mm-hmm. And he, I passed it to him with like a minute and a half left. And the first thing he did was Dark Ruler me. I saw that and I went, ooh. Yeah, that was the first thing he did was Dark Ruler. So basically, he had a minute and a half to break my board and pass it back to me, me do my entire turn, not kill him, and pass it back to him well, and him get do enough damage. Well, no, he had a minute to present I don't remember because one of the black wings every time you activate a monster effect burns you for damage right you. the black wing us uh, armed assault wing dragon or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called and like I and like I can totally see that deck putting that out in like three moves and in, in easily 20 seconds pass and right and it's big enough to where you actually have to do stuff to get to get over it but at that point you just go shrug activate like spell and traps yeah and not activate monster effects you don't get burned right uh until you get to where you need to go to go for game so i won in time yeah so uh so because my loss i went from table two to the bottom and got a buy oof Round three, I played against Fluandries, the same person you played against in round one. Mm-hmm. Cool dude. Really cool dude. Very nice. I, I 2 owed him in like 11 minutes because I, Sword Soul is just a terrible matchup for Fluandries. Yep. I've always said, I can sit down with my Sword Soul deck and I can play into the Fluandries board every time and just feel great about it. I love playing it against Flu because it's just, I don't, know, I don't know why. It's just, I've never lost to that deck. My game two was versus full power tier lament. Tier is Shizu Bistial, right? Yep. Game one, I lose the die roll. He looks at his hand and goes, huh, pass. Uh, okay. And I just go, okay. And I uh, activate Medora, pitching Averna Self. Uh-huh. Or no. No, I pitched a. Cr- I pitched something that I pitched a hand trap. I ended up not needing. So Medora, get Great Keeper's trap. <coughs> Great Keeper's trap. Grab uh, Angelic. Go board. Otk. Yeah. He's like Medolce. I like that. Game two. He uh, normal summons the Searcher. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Rukalos, I think. Um, the little four normal summons Search Rhino Heart. Yeah, Rhino Heart. Normal summons Rhino Heart. Gamma. Pass. Full board game. Enormous oof. Full board game. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my that, that was my uh, first duel actually against uh, full power tier element. All right, round four. At this point, I am three zero. You are uh, at this point. I am technically two one, but with a buy. One of them was a buy. Okay, so you're like one one with a buy, making it two one. Okay. Yeah. I played against Dark World. Ooh. Yes. I 2-0'd him in, by game one, he pretty much went full board, and then I just 
played right through it, cracked his board, yep. and OTK'd him. Mainly be because I had Droplet. Oh boy. I opened Droplet and just... He like he literally said... He was like, yeah, the only way uh, you break this board is if you have Droplet. And I was like... <laughs> droplet. He was like, oh, oh. He shouldn't have said anything. He wouldn't have had it. <clears throat> yeah, and then afterwards, he was like, man, game one. He was like, I'm telling you, man. He's like, the only way you break that board is with exactly Droplet or Dark Ruler. And I was like, well, I had Droplet. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it, it was Adventure Dark World. Ooh. So he's playing Dark World with the full adventure package. That tech was actually sick. It sounds like it. Yeah, but I, I did 2-0 him, but it he made me work for it. I, I had to yeah, I had yeah. to figure out what a lot of his cards did. Yeah. But um, two adventure decks by round four. I was not yeah. happy. Uh, my next round was against another full-powered Tealament. Uh, so game one, I win the die Your roll. tournament was way more indicative of the current format than mine. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so game one, I I present my normal Medolce board. He looks at his hand, sits down, and go and just goes, just go. Oof. No hand traps. Like, right, Oof. Cool. So first thing I do is I end up putting up an, a Dweller. Uh-huh. With I had to use a Varnish so I couldn't just shock in the Dweller right there in case of something like in like something weird. But I was like, it's fine. Go full board, go full military board, pass. Shotgun dweller. Right. He looks at it and goes, "All right, so what am I? So what kind of interactions am I looking at?" I'm like, "Okay." Explain the board to him. And I explain the board to him. He goes, "Plus the dwellers are even shotgunned." And he like, he's like, "Okay, let me try this." And he starts kind of doing some stuff, and uh -huh. that, that's how it reveals to me it's uh, Tierman. He uh, like, he like discard, he like activates a Medora pitching. Uh, Pitching one of the other ones, summoning it, normal summoning Havaness, act, mm -hmm. uh, activate effect to like search or something. I don't remember. Yeah. And I just went Veiler. Oof. Pass. Full board OTK. Game two. Him going first. He go. He just. I open no hand. I open a one hand trap. And it's uh. No, no. I open two hand traps, but I. But unfortunately, the hand traps I open were Gamma Empire. Uh huh. And he looks at he, he kind of thinks about it for a second, and he goes, "Okay, if you have gamma, you have gamma." And okay. starts, and then he activates um, activates Medora to summon pitching Kelbeck, I think the one that's mill five that Agito? makes us both mill five. Agito, I think. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe. The one that makes both players mill five. And I was like, I, I think got Kelbeck and Aguido both do that. Yeah. It was, you know, I was like, oh, no, I can't let that go off because then. Right, right. He'll know what you're playing or. He already knows. Oh, yeah, that's right. This game, like yeah. two or three. Yeah, yeah. This is game two. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't let that go off because it's at five. It's way too easy for him to hit. Right. But he hasn't normal summon yet. So. But if I gamma, I can't imperm. Right. I go, it's, it's too risky. I just gamma. Sure. He normal summons a different tier that let that just mills three. Um, Merly? Yeah, yeah. He normal summons Merly, and then or is it? I don't have. It's not having this. It, I don't know if it's Merly or Sharon that does yeah. that. He normal summons that one. I, I, yeah. I'm reading the cards as I make sure. Uh, and he just goes mill three, hit, hit, hit. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Stinky. Yep. I'm like, oh no. Stinky poo poo. He's like, he's like, yeah, it happens. Full board pass. I attempt to play into the board because no I, I did side in some board breakers, mm -hmm. but it 
I just couldn't do it. Game three, I'm going first. I side in DDG. Oh. This is important. I look at my opening hand of like Panker Tops, Different Dimension Ground, Medulce stuff. I'm like, like, like combo stuff. I'm like, this is great. For those wondering why he's running Panker Tops going first, it's because it's a small world bridge into everything. Literally everything. Uh, no, no, I open like four hand traps into Angeli, which is okay, full combo. Sure, yeah, and DDG. And double, yeah. And I go, normal summon Angeli, activate effect. Mm-hmm. He thinks about it, and he, uh, and he, uh, gammas me. Okay. I'm like, oof. Set one, pass. Sure. S- draw, any draws return, and normal summons, again, the one that's like... Mill three. Mill three, and I go, different dimension ground. <laughs> hit, hit, hit. All banished. Oh! Oh, that's so stinky. And then he has to... Di- and then, like, it also makes him discard a card. Oh, that's so stinky. And he just looks at it and goes... Pass. Oof. What do you do? You pass. And I draw for turn. And then, like, we're going back and forth, back and forth. Sure. We're grinding it out. I, like, I summon out Pank and just... Panker top beat. Sure. Sometimes that's just the best thing to do with Pank. It's just, or not worry about his effect and just start swinging. Yeah. And like, he's got Paralino. He's got the field spell out. Uh, he's got, the, so the, the point in the game we're in, he has the field spell. Sure. Three cards in hand. I have Pank and one card in hand. Mm-hmm. He goes, I don't like doing this, but I have to. Activate uh, Medora pitching Herald of Orange Light. Gross. Or no, no, he didn't pitch Herald. He pitched um, one of the other tier elements. And then he normal summoned Herald. And then he normal summoned Herald. And then went into Sprint. I remember you telling me yeah, about this. Or no, not Sprint. Elf. Uh, elf. Made Elf. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Attempt to activate effect, and I just went, I'm sorry. Go spell. Yeah. Pass. And uh, I run it. So I top deck Avernus Elf. And I'm like, if I top deck another monster, because I have an angel, I have the angel I still at the bottom of my graveyard. I'm like, if I top deck another mo- another monster, mm-hmm. I have game. So I run over elf, pass. He top decks and goes, "What's my life at? Like 45. Pass. Mm-hmm. Top deck a monster. Oof. And that's tough. I go activate to search for a different Vern self, and some back the angel. He goes, "You got it. That's game." And I was like, "All right, what'd you draw? I drew another Paralino." Oh, okay. So the issue is that he could have activated the Paralino to get another search. But then I just go, cool, chain pank, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. search. And then I just top deck the monster and go full board anyway. Yeah. Good game. It was very fun. So, my round five, I play against Sprite. I also played against Sprite. Now, I'm sitting at table one. I'm sitting at table two. We are literally sitting in the exact same chairs that we sat in round Mm -hmm. one. It was so funny. So, game one, he wins a die roll because I only won one die roll all day. Even, like, me and Caleb sat down to play Edison before. Mm -hmm. and You lost that die roll. I lost that die roll. I I was losing die rolls all day. So, I, I lose the die roll. He goes first. And my opening hand has, like, one Magnemite. And I think that was it. Maybe a droplet. Mm. But I, I really don't. My, my opening hand was very underwhelming. And I had like no starters. And then basically both games I bricked up on. Ooh. Yeah, both games I bricked up on Vishuda's Bestials and 
like stuff like that that wasn't usable. Yeah. Like game two, I lost game one. Game two, I was going first. My opening hand was Vishuda, Vishuda, Bistial, Bistial, Droplet going first. Mmm. Like, what do you do? Going second, that's not like as bad. Yeah, but going first, it's the worst. So oh, I, yeah, that's. I oof. said Droplet and I passed, and he just looked at me and he was like, oh. Oh, it's like that. And I was like, yeah, it's like that. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, so he beat me, but it's all right. He's he's a cool guy and he's a good player, so I don't have any issue with him. So yeah, uh, my game one, round round five, right? Yeah, round five. Again, I was playing against uh, Spartan. I have little to no experience with this deck, um, and my opening can only has one hand trap. It's Kelbeck. Okay. So if he sends a card from his hand or deck to the graveyard, I special summon Kelbeck and I can bounce one of his special summon monsters. Okay. He makes Sprint, effect a Sprint to Mill. Mills, and I'm like, I think this is my best time right here. So I hit him with the Kelbeck and bounce the Sprint. He goes, I forgot that card did that. <laughs> so he wasn't able to present like the full sprite board. Sure. But a feasible board, Um, I was I wasn't quite able to break it. Game two, I go first. I set up full board. He can't break it. OTK. Sure. Game three, him going first. Sets up. I draw no hand trap. Sets up full board, and I can't break it. <laughs> well, there was a little bit of back and forth in that game, though, wasn't there? Oh, very. Yeah, very much. Because I did try to break it as much as I could, and even then, in like even then, I wasn't able to go full board and and finish him off. Yeah. But then it. But then we both used up so much gas. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. kind of it was kind of we were both kind of scrambling to finish the other player off. I think my favorite memory of yesterday, my favorite like thing that I'm gonna like just remember, is round three. After round three, I beat that flu guy. I, I he's a very nice guy. I mm-hmm. you know I've been playing at that shop for quite a while now, basically since we got back into the game. I've played against him several times. He's very nice. But I beat him in like, tw- like literally like less than twelve minutes, like eleven and a half minutes. I, I got up, I walked, I was like the first person in the room done. I turned in my match slip, or well, I told, I reported. Yeah. And then I turned around to see where you were at because I was gonna go look at your game. Yep. And you had already two owed that to your that tier player. Yep, and I was already. And you were walking. and you were walking with me to report, and I was like, "Oh, I'm looking at the clock. It's like 25 minutes left. I'm like, dang man, what do we do now? We have 25 minutes. We go get food. Like, yeah, <laughs> we got time. It was so funny. Oh, but yeah. So I don't know. It was a good day. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely happy that I finally got to pull some ultis. And you know, I think that uh, I think that I'm ready for more tournaments soon. Also, if you're within a few hours and you're interested, there is a, an regional. A, there's a regional being held at that card shop, Dragon Shield, Dragon Shield Cards and Games, or Dragon Shield Games, Dragon Shield. I don't know. That's the name of the shop. Yeah. It is in Shreveport, Louisiana. Don't you mean Still Fox? Steel Fox, Steel Fox Games. Not Dragon Shield, Steel Fox. Oh my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> At Steel Fox Games yeah. in Shreveport, Louisiana, there is a regional being held there on February 26th. We will be there. Yes, it is the last Sunday in February. We are both going to be there. And I might be judging. I don't know. I've ta- I have talked to the owner today. Yeah. He said he was looking for judges, so I might just judge. I don't know yet. 
Yeah. We're going to be there regardless. Though. Oh, yeah. I'll be playing in it. I'll... Um, I'm debating at the moment whether or not if I'm going to keep with Medolce or go to Labyrinth, but I'm thinking I'm going to stick with Medolce. You can borrow Sword Soul. Nah, I'm good. Hey, hey. YCS Sydney wrapped up last late last night. Two Sword Soul topped that event. Oh, no, no, no. I, no, I understand. Sword Soul is a great deck. Yeah. Uh, it's not my thing. It's like the it's like the eighth best deck right now. It's not that bad. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no I'm just playing like the third best. Uh, I Arguably. don't know that your deck is the third best. I think it's like the fifth, maybe the sixth or seventh best. Yeah, it, it's 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 it went from near to almost unplayable to oh, this is actually really good now. Yeah, it's like it's like solid tier two, like solid yeah. tier two. But I think part of that might just because it has just it just has a good matchup versus uh versus a uh, tier. I'll tell you why. Why? Because everybody's playing Bish deals, and, and your whole deck is Earth. That is it's the same reason Nature is so good. That is fair. The only main deck mon I only run two main deck monsters that can that that the Bish deals can actually use, and that's because I don't have Bish deals. Mm -hmm. So I have Crow and Herald of Orange Light. Yep, that's it. So. Uh, now you, I have like six of them. Yeah. If you are interested in that particular event, it is again February 26th in Shreveport. It is the last Sunday in February. Uh, I know that Sundays are not the best days for a lot of people, but for us, it's only about an hour and 20 minute drive. Yeah. So, uh, and be sure to show out for that because we are definitely going to hopefully have a good time. I think there is even some talk of some Edison format side events. Mm -hmm. So be sure to check that out. So we have gone only 20 minutes too far onto the tournament report. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So let's talk about the new cards. And we're going to start with, we have the name and the cover cards i guess the main boss monsters or whatever you want yeah, to say it. it's the main boss monsters of the three uh new archetypes that are being introduced in that set right so this is the next deck build pack it's called wild survivors now for those that aren't really familiar the deck build packs for us are things like grand creators or what else what are the other Grand Crazy is the only one I think of off the top of my head. Uh, Amazing okay. Defenders? Somebody, Amazing somebody Defenders, made... Maybe? Yes, Amazing Defenders is it one. Amazing Defenders releases in like a couple of weeks. But we also have Tactical Masters. 
Um, Spirit Warriors, Dark Saviors, Hidden Summoners, Infinity Chaser, Mystic Fighters, Secret Slayers, Genesis Impact, Ancient Guardians, which is where we started, Grand Creators, and Tactical Masters. That's all of them. Okay. So, with the recent sets of Tactical Masters with Runic, and Labyrinth to an extent, yeah, yeah. Grand Creators with Punk Adventure Exosister, Ancient Guardians was terrible, Genesis Impact gave us Drytron, Secret Slayers gave us Eldritch, Adam Emancipator, and Rika. Even if you look at Mystic Fighters, gave us Math Mech, Dragon Maids, and to an extent, uh, Generator. Yeah, yeah, the, There's... Even Hidden Summoners gave us yeah. Prank Kids. Yeah, there's good stuff in them. Dark Saviors gave us Sky Striker. Yeah, there, there's, long as there's good stuff in those deck build sets. Yes. And... With these deck build sets, we often get decks and archetypes that are meta impacting in one way or another. Now, if that's the case coming up with Amazing Defenders, I doubt it. They're not all bangers, but I'm anticipating this set being impactful. So the three archetypes, the names of them are Transcendrake, which is described as large-scale dinosaurs that appear on the field using different kinds of summoning methods. Then you have VS or Vanquish Soul, which is fighters that release their special attacks using the power of attributes. Very cool art. I'm anticipating this one being very bad. Because it's got the cool art? No, because it's attribute-based. Well, it really depends. Um, like, I, one way that it could, that it could be good is if it's like a case of, oh... Uh, when this card is synchro summoned, if it's a synchro deck archetype, when this card is synchro summoned, its attribute becomes the attribute of its tuner. And then, depending upon the attribute, it gets a different effect. I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the one I know is not going to be... is either going to be absolutely broken or completely unplayable. The next one. Okay. Uh, Novellus, a ritual summoning theme that treats the, to treat the opponent to different cuisines. I hope this is Hungry Hamburger support. That would be amazing. Because Hunger Hamburger is level six. This guy, so it's a chef with six stars on his jacket. And it's a ritual archetype. Ritual archetypes have a, ha, are notorious for either being completely unplayable or absolutely broken. Look at you, Drytron. Yeah, there's really no in between. Like you have Drytron, you have you know Necroz. These mm-hmm. these absolutely broken ritual decks. But then you have. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's, uh, something Chalice Lime is one of them. Um. Oh gosh. Yeah, you know the archetype I'm thinking. I'm talking about. Yeah, it's got like Pentaplume and Chalice yeah, Lime yeah. and uh, oh gosh, I can't remember yeah. the name. Like of that the archetype, archetype. It, like that that ritual based archetype is like okay. It provides support for other ritual decks. Yeah, yeah, it's generic ritual support, which is good. Yes. So, uh, I'm excited. I figure we're going to get effects for these cards around early February. Yeah. Uh, early to mid-February. But, until then, we have about a million cards from Cyberstorm Access to talk about. So, oh boy. let's talk about Albion the Incandescent Dragon. So, Albion the Incandescent Dragon is a level 8 light dragon fusion effect monster. As you might have been able to tell, it's part of the Fallen of Albaz lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Materials, Fallen of Albaz, and one light spellcaster monster. Cannot be used as fusion material. You can only use the second and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, your opponent cannot target this card with card effects. Okay, pretty straightforward. Okay. Two, during your opponent's turn, you can target two monsters in the graveyards. Special summon both monsters, one on each field. Okay. 
And three, if this card is in the graveyard, you contribute four monsters in the extra monster zones and each player's center main monster zone. And if you do, special them in this card. So basically like a cross in the middle of the field. Yes. Boy, and that's not symbolic or anything. Uh, it's actually based on, I forgot what that's called. My brain keeps saying Zoroastrianism, but I know that's not correct. But yeah, it, I, I don't yeah. know the name. Yeah, uh, I... I looked it up a while ago, and I have completely forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, next up we have Despian Lulu Wayleth. But but by the way, Albion the Incandescent Dragon's broken. Oh yeah, uh, Despian Lulu Waylilith. Lulu Waylilith. Yeah, Lulu Waylilith. Waylilith. <laughs> you said wa at just the wrong wah. time. Uh, rage, rage oh. against the dying of the light. Uh, she is. Oh, her oh, uh, her kanji name is Bewitching Knight of the Sudden Saint or Eldritch Knight of the Crimson Holy, both of which are valid. Uh, light spellcaster sinker effect level twelve monster twenty five hundred attack twenty five hundred defense level one, a level four tuner plus one or more non tuner monsters. Oh, you know what you can literally use to make this? Uh, Ecclesia and any of the level eight Albion fusions, mm -hmm. like Albion the Incandescent and yeah. Ecclesia makes this. Yep. Broken. Uh, once per turn, if a card leaves there, leaves either extra deck, that's weird. Spe weird spe specificity. Uh, you can make all face-up monsters you currently control gain 500 attack, then negate the effect of one face-up card on the field to end of this turn. Okay. Two. During the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard because it was sent there this turn, you can special summon a light spellcaster monster from your hand or deck whose attack equals its own. Yo, defense. this card is actually broken in Sword Soul. I can see how you can summon it, but what part of it is... Oh, is it just like just just dropping this thing and then just kinda... So it's an extra form of interruption, right? Mm -hmm. First of all, you can make everything you have gain 500 jack, which if you have something like a Chi Shao on the board, then having a Chi Shao gain 500 attack is really, really good because oh, it, it, lets it, it lets it clear that 3,000 barrier. Yeah. Because so many boss monsters are like right at 3,000, and if you can clear that 3,000 barrier, yeah. it's, it makes it much better. Yeah, but only that, because the way it activates, it, like even your opponent just go... just. Like, oh, I'm just going to fusion summon a card has left the extra deck. Right. Effect, gain 500, and then target and negate its effect. Exactly. So basically, if they special summon from the extra deck, this effect will trigger. So it's it's very good in that you can just negate like that. And then also, during the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard because it was sent there this turn, you can just special summon... Ecclesia uh, the Virtuous. Yeah, Ecclesia the Virtuous. And then on your turn... Yeah, you have, you have that as a starter. Right, right, right. It's, it's very good for Sword Soul. Uh, Interesting. Lulua is the first daughter of Adam and Eve, also known by the names, and then it just lists a bunch of her names. One of them is Canaan. Neat. She's believed to be some to be by some traditional Jewish sources to be the wife of Cain. Lilith is the first wife of Adam, created by God from the clay like him. Um, I'm not going to go into any more of that because this is a kid show. Uh, yeah, but, that's kind of wow. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Um, anyway. In certain folklore, she's the mother of nightmares and demons? Mm-hmm. Wow, so it's a combination of those two. Yep. Lulu Walilith. Lulu Walilith. Walilith. Oh, Walilith. All right, next we have Virtual World Tiger Hu Hu. Hey, vir <laughs> hey, Virtual World players, getting a new car. Yeah. Yo. It is a rank 9 Earthworm Exceeds Effect Monster. 2600 attack, 2800 defense. Materials is 2 plus level 9 monsters. So Virtual World finally getting their own in archetype um, rank 9. 
because you know they don't have um uh, vfd anymore yep first effect this card gains the following effects based on or following effects depending on the number of virtual gate cards you control One, two plus this card can attack directly four this card is unaffected by the activated effects of cards except virtual world cards and then second effect, once per turn, quick effect, you can detach one Xyz material from this card, then target one monster you control and one monster on the field with a different attribute and type negate their effects until the end of the turn. So it can just become a towers. But you have to have four of those gates up, and I don't know how viable viable that is. Four is a lot. I, yeah. You could definitely have three up, but four I'm, means you're playing one that you don't normally play. Yeah, like in my experience, uh, I'm I don't think it, I don't think it cares if it's just like three copies of the same one and then one copy of another one. Correct, but, but like as far as I know, they only run two, and they run three copies of two, and then they prefer to like have them have one on field and the rest. Well, there's of them are... there's Kowloon, yeah. Virtual City, but I don't, but I think Kowloon just activates one from the deck. Yeah, we, and then we, you have King Long. We would have to ask uh, our uh, good friend, who is our also a resident Virtual player. Yes, he would know better than both of us combined. There's there's. I think there is actually a gate Kowloon too. Yeah. There's well there's Hidden City Kowloon. Yeah. And, and then, then I think there's a gate Kowloon too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a, yeah. it's been a minute since I played um, against Virtual World. But I mean just the whole detach one and then negate targeted uh, monster gate is pretty solid. Yes. All right, next we have a card for you. Oh, okay. Uh Usamimi Doshi. I'm not even going to read that. Uh the top little funny thing. I'm not going to read that. Uh, so it's a level one Earth Beast Warrior effect monster. Uh, 200 attack, 100 defense. Once per chain, when the effect of a monster except itself is activated, quick effect, place one bunny ears counter on it. Oh my goodness. Monster with Monsters with bunny ear counters cannot be destroyed by battle. Two, once per turn, quick effect, you can target a monster with a bunny ear counter on it. Banish both that monster and this card until the next standby phase. You know what that reminds me of? Was that? Wind up rabbit. A little bit, yeah, but it can also like, so okay, so like something you can do is if your opponent like summons, uh, just summons a monster, activates its effect, sure, and then they're about to use it as material. If you have this on field, it'll get the counter. You can just go cool, quick effect, effect, banish them both. Uh, normal summon Mo Yi. Yeah, get the token. Cool, it now has activate effect to get the token. Boom, it now has a counter. A quick effect, remove them both. Right, and then they're stuck with the token and no Mo Yi. Yep, and then during the next, but then they can just do um, do uh. <clears throat> well, that's not the point. Yeah, it, it's not it, the point. <clears throat> but what's really important here is that this is the the first true furry card in Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, so next we have <laughs> Time Rending Morganite. Time Rending Morganite um is a normal spell card. One for the rest of this duel, apply each of these effects. Okay, this card is weird. Yeah. Okay, for the rest of the duel, apply each of these effects. You cannot activate monster effects in the hand. You draw two cards each time you conduct your normal draw. You can normal summon or set up to twice per turn. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then discard one time-rending Morganite. Each time you normal summon a monster this turn, your opponent cannot activate monster effects. So it's just flu support. That's what I got. Yeah. So you can't activate monster effects in the hand. Yeah. So you can't act. So so like if you're running the Shizu cards, you can't activate Keldo or Medora. 
or whatever other Ishizu cards you have. If you're running any deck, you can't activate hand traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in theory, you can run this in flu. It would kind of mess up your ability to do a late game D shifter. But most of the time, in my opinion, you're not really doing D shifter past turn zero or turn one anyway. Either, yeah, because by that point, you're going to have a graveyard. Right. E even in flu. Right? Yeah, because then you're going to like... Quick play spells, Book of Moons, whatever. Yeah, Pot of Duality. Right. Okay. You draw two cards every time you conduct your normal draw. That's broken. That's insane. Yeah. It doesn't need to be stated how good that is. Uh, Just a constant normal sum double summon going on. Yeah, and then you can normal summon and set up to twice per turn every turn. Yep. Can you imagine how good that's going to be in Fluanderies? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. That That is going to be insane. The whole you can activate monster effect hand is like yeah it only it only fits exactly D shifter, in that deck yeah yeah for them so it's crazy and then of course and then even if they uh in like even if like they top deck another copy after already activating it, cool effect banish discard that second copy you can't activate monster effects yes. when I normal summon this turn, which just insulates everything because the way it's worded is pretty similar to something like magical meltdown where or is mag yeah magical meltdown where you, they can't respond to the fusion summons yeah no in this case you can't activate monster effects in response right. to the normal summon so something like it, the way i'm reading this anyway would be like if i normal summon rabina and re activate rabina's effect my opponent cannot gamma or right they can't respond to rabina's effect yeah with anything outside of a, an already set um like forbidden chalice or forbidden droplet or like an imperm right exactly all right next card but yeah that card's broken potentially and exactly that one deck uh next card we have is uh b trooper cruel saturn level five dark insect fusion effect monster 25 2400 attack 2000 defense uh materials is a b trooper monster and an insect monster i think they can find those nah no never why do they continue to print level five fusion monsters i don't know i guess just to really go nudge nudge wink wink instant fusion do they really need to ban instant fusion that card needs to be banned so badly if this card is special summoned add a beach trooper card from deck to hand hey look instant fusion dude bait. can you imagine just like activate instant fusion summon this card activate effect search anything you just went plus one for free mm-hmm like okay pot of greed for is a thousand life points pot of greed is banned for being a free plus one but i mean instant fusion is also a free plus one it's not free you're paying a thousand life points it's free yeah no that's i'm just saying pot of greed is banned for being yeah. an inherent free plus one this is yeah so like that's essentially what instant fusion is these days that yeah, card needs to be banned uh two you cannot special monsters except insects Okay, and three. If an insect monster becomes banished face up, you can target one of your banished beach monsters and special summon it. Insect monster becomes banished face up. You can ban you can target one of your banished beach troopers and special summon it. I mean, listen, it because that's what beach trooper needed was more extenders. Yep. All right. Next we have first purchase of the year. So this is a normal trap card. Excavate the top five cards of your opponent's deck. And if you do, choose one of them and declare a multiple of 100, max 3,000. 
your opponent can gain that amount of life points and if they do you lose that many life points and if you do that add the chosen card to your hand place the rest on the top of the deck in the same order so here's what i don't get mm -hmm. you can you can just do this for a hundred life points yeah but then your opponent gets to decide whether or not you get it or rather, your opponent can decide whether or not they gain the life points. And if you lose that many. So, theoretically, you could, but... Oh, so you have to make it enough so your to where your opponent... Will consider gaining life points, you losing it, but then you get the I didn't card. realize the choice was on the opponent. Uh, yeah, that the didn't opponent register to me. chooses whether or not to gain the life points and then you lose it. But if they do that, you get the card. Gotcha. So, essentially, what you're doing is your opponent is setting out five cards, and then you're making an offer... Gotcha. You're making a life point offer. So it's literally that that meme of that dude sitting in a sitting in a suit with his hands like together. Yeah. Going trade offer. Exactly. I give you so fifteen hundred of my life points. And you give me Monster Reborn. Yeah, I get this card that you exhale on top of your deck. Gotcha. Hence the first purchase of the year reference here. Okay, All right, that that's funny. Fun I, fact. I don't think it's that good, but it's funny. So fun fact, uh, it's based on a holiday. So children in East, East or Southeast Asia typically get money as a gift on New Year's from family members. And then after New Year's, whenever all, all the all the holidays and all the shops open up, the kids go and buy something with this money. Gotcha. All right, next card is yours. Yes, uh, one second. Gotta pull it up. You want to do it? Are you pull it up? Uh, let's, it's the uh, Alba support. It's this these three cards. Yes. Okay. Support for Alabas story themes. It is a sword soul card, a Trabrigade spell, and a branded trap. Uh, beginning. Ooh, can I do the sword soul and Trabrigade and you get the trap? Because I play sword soul and Trabrigade. That's fair. Okay. Sword soul of blazing awakening. Normal spell. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One. If you control a synchro monster, target one card on the field or in either graveyard. Banish it. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Two, if your opponent controls a Ritual, Fusion, Synchro, Xyz, or Link monster, you can banish one Synchro monster from your graveyard. Add this card to your hand. It's pretty good. I would say so. And I'm, it's searchable. It's, I mean, it works as a searchable board breaker. It's not quick play, which is kind of rough, but yeah. for the most part, it feels pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, like, and all it requires, and all it really requires is for you to get a Synchro on board. Right, so if you get into Chi Zhao... Then you can just use Chishao to search this, actually. Oh, yeah. The one thing that's weird to me is that it doesn't have that typical Sword Soul spell clause of if it's banished, you can level modulate by level. But I think because it's technically not a Sword Soul card, but it also is. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Sword Soul adjacent. Next, you have Tri-Brigade Roar. This is a quick play spell card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, if you control a Link monster... Send one Tri-Brigade card from your deck or extra deck to the graveyard. Then target one effect monster on the field. Apply this apply this card effect based on the type of card sent. Monster. Change that target's attack to zero until the end of this turn. Spell. Negate that target's effects until the end of this turn. Or trap. Return that target to the hand. Hmm. It's, pretty, it's pretty solid. Because you, because you can send a monster and get their effect off. Right. Like, you, like let's say you need the Fairjeet. You can just send a Fairjeet. Draw one, put one back on bottom. Get, That's true. Get a Bear Blossom search. Or even just get a... Shurag does something with Centigrade, doesn't he? Yeah, Shurag searches. Yeah, so you always get a Shurag search. 
Um, or you can, but then you can also do something uh, attack to zero, which is just becomes a direct hit for you. It's not a thing. Right. It would give you the ability to essentially blank a card in your opponent's field. Then you can, or you and can, it gives you the ability to activate this in the damage step. Yeah. Does isn't there a tri brigade spell that does something in graveyard? Oath. You could also send oath and just <clears throat> negate something. Yeah, that's true. And then you get your oath effect as well. No All one right. runs traps. Uh, lastly, for this set, we have Blazing Branded King. You can only use one of the first and second effect of this card's name once per turn and only once by once that turn. One, choose a fusion monster you control that mentions Fallen of Albaz as materials. Negate the effects of all f- other face-up cards currently on the field until end of turn. Oh. Two, during the end phase, if a fusion monster sent you graveyard this turn, add this card from your graveyard to your hand. So as a trap card, this is ridiculously powerful. But Just non-targeted blanketing negate. But the thing is, you have to control a fallen of a fallen of Alabas fusion. Also, it's a trap card. It's a trap card. So, all right. Next one is all yours. Uh, well, yep. One second. Switch over to it. Sure. I oh. am gonna get our next song on. Fair enough. We we have music playing in the background. As we're Always. Yeah. Uh, Gunkin Sioux Ships Chef's Choice. Might we re- recommend the best dish of the joint? Um, it is. A, oh, so okay. So there are two ways that this that this card's name can be read. It's mm-hmm. either the Gunkin Sioux Ships Chef's Choice or Gunkin Sioux Ship Chef's Specialty. Continuous spell. Once per turn, you can reveal a Gunkin Sioux Ship Shari in your hand. Place a counter on this card. If you do reveal a Gunkin Exceeds monster in your extra deck, and if you do that, your opponent declares the name of one Gunkin monster name mentioned in Gunkin Exceeds monster, except Shari. Okay, add the declared card from your deck to your hand. If you cannot, shuffle this card into the deck. Okay, so you reveal one. So Shari is the vanilla. Sure. You reveal one of your Sioux ships, which which all all the Sioux ship exceeds say if this card has this other Gunkin card as material gets this other effect. Right. Your opponent has to has to say the name of that card. So they're ordering it, and then you pull it out. Okay. And all then right. you pull it out. If you don't have it in the in the deck, the chef's choice gets put back in the deck. Gotcha. Okay. Because you didn't have what they wanted to order. Yeah, and I think the next one is also yours. Hold on. Two, if this card in your possession is destroyed by your opponent, they pay life points exactly equal to the number of counters that were on it times 500. As in, they have to pay their bill now. Okay, all right. All right. I, I, I like how they're kind of doing lore stuff with this. Yeah, I, I do like the direction that they're taking this. Next up, Chaos Angel, Paradise or Perdition. It's all a matter of perspective. Um, So, it's OCG full name is Chaos Angel, Twin Wings of Chaos. I wonder why the TCG name is so different. So, it's weird because Twin Angel, Twin Wings of Chaos follows a lot more in line with some of the more powerful Chaos monsters, mm-hmm. like Black Luster Soldier, Envoy at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Chaos Ember Dragon, Envoy at the end. Um, Black, uh, well, it was like Black Magician of Chaos. Yes. But then, so they're not entirely sure if it's going to go that route or go the other route for the other ones where it's just like Chaos Sorcerer. Right, right. Uh, so it's a level 10 Dark Fiend Synchro Effect Monster. 3,500 attack, 2,800 defense. Materials is a tuner and one or more non-tuner light or dark monsters. 
For this card, Synchro Summon, you can trade a lighter dark monster you control as a tuner. It's a Synchro that doesn't need a tuner. Also, this is this is also very hittable in Sword Soul. What? Fair. Because you can use the Bistials. Yeah, and then as um as the as the level six light, yeah, as lighter the, dark as the non-tuner lighter dark, uh -huh. and then one of your tuners. Because yes. you, you can use any tuner. It's just saying that if you have a lighter dark monster, you can use it as it can be. If it's not a tuner, right. it, you can use it as. And tuner. then also you can. If you have a Vashuda or Ashino on the field, then you can like normal summon a Taya. And boom, you got it. And well, you can normal summon Taya and banish a spell card. And then level modulate the tuner down to three. And three and seven get you yeah. there. Which in Vashuda and Shathana, not Shathana, Vashuda and Ashuna. Ashuna are light and dark and, and not level tuners. Seven. Right. And, but you can make them a tuner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Uh, so, oh yeah, and you can make him a tuner too. I because of because this guy's effect, you can, right, you can just right, turn right. him into a tuner. So you don't even need to do that. You can just normal summon a level four monster while having one of them out on field. Just go. Well, you still have to level modulate, but then you can hit still hit it. Yeah, actually, you're right though. If you have a um, if you have a bestial on field, you can and it literally like let's say you normal summon tie uh, a Taya, and then activate effect and they veil her, or like negate. You're like. Cool. Banish. Ban uh, summon actually, actually, the uh, so if you do that and make the bestial the lighter dark, mm -hmm. then Taya would have to be lighter dark, right? Because then your non-tuner has to oh, be lighter dark. That so, is true. Yeah. That no. True. The, the only way to do it would be to level you, modulate the tuner so that you have your Ashina yeah. or your or Vishuda, or you can using the a bestial and a tuner that's not modulated. Yeah. Or yeah. Or your uh, sword soul token. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Now, let's see if it's actually worth going through all that. Right. One, if this card is special summoned, not single summon, just special summon, period, uh, target a card on the field and banish it. You can. Yeah, you can target a card on the field and banish it. Pretty good. Uh, two, this card gains the effects based on the original attributes and materials used to synchro summon it. Light, secret monsters you control are unaffected by your opponent's activated monster effects. That's pretty good. Makes them all towers. Two, Oh, well, or dark, your monsters cannot be controlled by battle. Not as good. I think it's worth running. It's worth at least trying out, particularly if you can summon it off of uh, the light one. Ashuna? Yes. yes. Ashuna, yeah, yeah, like if you can summon it using Ashuna as using a using Ashuna somehow. Oh, no, 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 I got it. You can like, if you have a, if you have Ashuna on board, you can summon Taya, banish level modulate it down, and then modulate the the token down and then yeah. make, make 10 yeah yeah it's only worth it though if you have another way to get into another one so like you can put out if multiple, you if you have yeah. long yan with material in hand then which we're, at this point you're requiring like a fork something like a but, four yeah. card hand it, it's three or four card it's hand. worth the experimentation yeah yeah so like you could like special summon ashuna and then like activate an emergence to um, get taya and then normal summon taya Activate effect, banish emergence to make the what it, you call it, and then you can activate long yan and then use the long yan token with Taya to make uh Chi Xiao, then use Chi Xiao to banish the trap to synchro so, with uh long yan and make another 10. So you can do two, so you can do this first that way they can't respond. Question, uh huh. What level is Baxia? Baxia is eight, Baxia is eight. Okay, so you can't really mo level modulate to utilize Baxia, unfortunately. You can. It would be very difficult, though. Yeah. But is, is Path you take? Because you can take as Baxia is a light. 
Yes, in theory you could do it. Yeah, like the big thing. The is easier you... thing would be Yazia seven. Yeah, because then you level it down to one, to six, and then use the token to make it. Then yeah, but then... it's still wonky. It's still also really not worth it at that point because then it can't. It just can't be draw valid. You want to use light to just blank protect your. Uh... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Next we have uh, double hooking continuous trap card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, activate this card by discarding one card, then target up to two monsters in your graveyard, special summon them. If any of the targeted monsters leaves the field, destroy this card. If this card leaves the field, destroy the targeted monster. Yo, I heard you like Call of the Haunted, so we put Call of the Haunted in your Call of the Haunted. Honestly. It, it's literally just Call of the Haunted, but fetch two. Pretty, yeah, it's it's just Call of the Haunted. Wow, that's crazy that we're at the point where we're power creeping Call of the Haunted. Alright, so... I think that that is where we're going to call it on this episode. We do have a few more cards to talk about. But we'll talk about them next episode, and we're probably going to have a lot more new cards revealed by the time we record again. Yeah, we're they're pumping through new cards, and hopefully we'll have an amazing Defenders full set reveal too. So that'll be also something worth talking about. Yeah. So let's go ahead and we will table everything else. So that we can go ahead and uh, talk more about that when we get there. But in the meantime, thank you all so, so much for listening to today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Now, uh, again, if you want to support the podcast, we have all Mm -hmm. the sponsor links down below as well as the affiliate links to click before you shop. And of course, be sure to check out our Patreon. And if you're on YouTube, check out Spotify and the other one uh apple mm-hmm. and if you're on spotify and <laughs> apple be sure to check out youtube uh, we are trying to grow our youtube uh, one of our big main goals for this year is to grow our youtube channel to two to three thousand subscribers we're really shooting for at least two thousand subscribers by the end of 2023 which is kind of a lofty goal but we're planning on doing some new cool content and yeah. if we do any live streaming this year it'll be on youtube mm-hmm. because I personally don't love all the things that are going on with Twitch recently. So, But that will be it for us. And if you are... Um, I lost that train of thought. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you Friday. Take care, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.